and welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Happy first of the month. On the first day of each month, we review the book of the month. In order to be considered for book of the month, a book has to meet a very simple criteria. It has to be impactful enough that it will either change your life or your perspective on the world. Our book this month is called The Fourth Turning by William Strauss and Neil Howell. This book was written in 1998, and it's gone on to predict many aspects of current life in North America. These two authors will change the way you see the world and your place in it. The book illuminates the past, explaining the present, and it reimagines the future. It offers a persuasive prophecy of how America's past will predict its future. The authors base this vision on a theory of American history. The authors look back 500 years and discover a distinct pattern. Modern history moves in cycles, each one lasting about the length of a human life. Each one is composed of four eras, almost seasons if you will, that are about 20 years in length, and they always arrive in the same order. In the book, The Fourth Turning, the authors illustrate these cycles using analysis of the post-World War II period. These are similar to the annual seasons that we experience each year, but with a much longer time horizon. First comes the high, a period of confident expansion, as a new order takes root after the old has been swept away. Next comes an awakening, the time of spiritual exploration and rebellion against the established order. Then comes an unraveling, an increasingly troubled era in which individualism triumphs over crumbling institutions. And then finally comes crisis, the fourth turning, when society passes through a turbulent period in history. And together, these fourth turnings comprise history's seasonal rhythm of growth, maturation, entropy, and rebirth. So the question is, have major national moods like this happened before? And the answer is yes, many times. Our current culture embraces the notion of linear time, that is, time continues linearly. Patterns don't really repeat themselves. But what if there was a cyclical time? It's been said that history doesn't repeat itself, but it often rhymes. Could the notion of cyclical time give greater insight into the rhythm and the rhyming of history? Some of the same things that we're talking about today could have been the narrative leading up to the American Civil War. We're now relatively accepting of the notion of economic cycles. We've studied the subject extensively and have got a better understanding of the forces that create economic booms and recessions. But what if there were cultural cycles? What if there were generational behavioral cycles that tend to repeat themselves? What could we learn about our current state and our future state in the next season of the cycle? We've gone through cycles where the national culture has oscillated between collective action versus rugged individualism. There have been periods when the national culture has been unifying and other times when it's been divisive. This is a book that I had some misgivings about. I have a personal bias against generalizations, and some of the concepts in this book could fall into the category of generalizations. The problem with generalizations is that they're partly right, but often wrong. There are simply too many exceptions for the generalization to be held as valid. When that happens, generalizations become useless and they only breed prejudice. The word prejudice, of course, has its roots in Latin, meaning to prejudge. But when the author described things about me based on my own personal year of birth that were separate and distinct from my parents' generation, I came to realize there was something to the author's analysis. These seasons, they don't define any one individual, nor do they describe the sequence of events that drive human behavior. But if you were part of the cohort that served in the army during World War II, you can have a different cultural experience than someone who just missed that experience by virtue of being too old or too young to have served in the military during the war. 
baby boomers behaved as a generational cohort very differently than the silent generation or the GI generation. Some people view history as a mere compilation of facts. To matter, history has to do more. It has to reconnect people in time. And our cultural failure to grasp the seasonality of history explains why consensus forecasts about our national direction usually turn out to be very wrong. Back in the 1950s, forecasters predicted that America's future would be like Disney's Tomorrowland, or the Jetsons cartoon if you remember that on TV. The experts foresaw well-mannered youth, a wholesome culture, an end of ideology, an orderly conquest of racism and poverty. So why were their predictions so wrong? When the forecasters assumed the future, they would extrapolate the recent past. They expected the next set of people in each phase would behave like the current set. Had they known where and how to look, these experts could have seen history-bending changes were about to occur. What about today? Forecasters seem to be making the same mistakes. Best-selling books envision a post-millennial America of unrelenting individualism, social fragmentation, and weakening government. A nation becoming more diverse and decentralized. Its citizens inhabiting a high-tech world of tightening global ties and loosening personal ones. The websites multiplying and the culture splintering. We hear much talk about how elder life will improve and child life will deteriorate, how the rich will get richer and the poor get poorer, and how kids today will come of age with a huge youth crime wave. This book says don't bet on it. The rhythms of history suggest that none of these trends will last more than a few years. There will be a destructive period after which there'll be a new rebirth, and the cycle repeats itself for another century or so. As you think about that, go out and get a copy of The Fourth Turning by William Strauss and Neil Howe. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.